0: and is a nationwide disaster preparedness network made up of Patriot-oriented radio operators. So Amazon am on phonetically. Mike, Romeo, Romeo, Oscar, November. This is a directed net, so please hold any traffic until that control station calls for it. Any emergency traffic may break in at any time. Covering tactics, techniques, news, technology, and concepts related to emergency and civil defense communications in support of the American Redoubt Radio Operators Network. Grid up or grid down, this is Partisan Radio. Welcome, everyone. I know all of you are getting ready, eagerly anticipating the beginning of our annual scenario-based nationwide grid-down simulated emergency communications exercise, also known as T-Rex. T-Rex 2019, just a couple of days away as of this recording. Currently, we are at Amcon 5. However, that is expected to go to a minimum of Amcon 4 this evening on July 23rd, uh, very soon here. We have been in contact with our SIGSEN operators, those who are prepared to mobilize signals centers so they can expect uh, warning orders or warnords to go out uh, here very soon as well on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. So uh, expect to go to that Amcon 4 at least. And... That is in light of the T-19 breaking news from the Liberty Beacon, which was delivered to your Amron Alerts mobile app today. And if you are following the T-19 news page, you'll also see that story there. However, also today on the AIB, the uh, Amron Intelligence Briefing, which is sent out via radio only. It's the only way that you can receive the Amron intelligence briefing is either over radio or by courier. This is not something that would be posted out there on the Internet. This is to encourage uh, radio operators to get their communications up so that they can receive valuable information, news updates, and intelligence uh, over the radio. That's the only way that the Amron intelligence brief is delivered. Well, one was delivered today, and this is what it said. So in a partisan radio exclusive, very rare opportunity for you to receive an AIB, a Amron intelligence brief over live or over streaming or in a podcast form and not over actual radio. That would be HF or the amateur bands or CB or CH3 or any of the other emergency communications bans. But here it is. This was in today's AIB. The Security Exchange Commission announcement from uh, the New York Stock Exchange and the Chicago Mercantile will delay opening for two hours to address cybersecurity measures. News reports of several brokerages are locked out of some of their accounts and are aggressively pursuing a solution. They urge clients to remain calm and not try and access their accounts until they announce a fix. Many ATMs remain inaccessible. News reports of several power plants have experienced turbine failures due to PLC problems. They are rectifying the problem, but we'll have to shut down operations for 72 hours. Expected brownouts and intermittent power outages are expected throughout the mid-Atlantic states. It continues on there. So several things that I want to uh, point out to help you prepare better for T-Rex. I have some pointers and some tips that we wanted to pass on to you. One of the modes that we have introduced over the last year, and Bravo six five. stand by one, I have Bravo 6.5 on the Zenet contacting me. Bravo 6.5, John Jacob, go ahead, over. Yeah, John Jacob, this is an exercise just informing you that the uh, Piedmont Triad Amaron Core is uh, activating a virtual SIN at the moment with the latest information uh, so we can start compiling more information and uh, getting ready for uh, in case something does happen. So we are activating our virtual SIGSEN at the moment. Copy. Exercise. Roger that. I copy. Piedmont Triad SIGSEN in North Carolina is activating in a virtual SIGSEN mode. So thank you for that. Uh, I got a full copy. Uh, this is John Jacob. Over. John Jacob, thank you, sir. It's Bravo 6-5. This is John Jacob out. Okay, there you go. Uh, As uh, I was recording this partisan radio, that uh, came in unexpectedly. So uh, thank you for that update. The SIGSENs across the country are getting ready to mobilize. So a virtual SIGSEN is when they are not mobilized together, all set up operating radios at the same location. But they are in contact using grid up methods as well as uh, taking monitoring the airwaves as well. Uh, or if they've set up a, a mesh network where they can communicate without having to be at the exact same location, they can also operate a, a grid down environment, uh, virtual SIGSEN as well. So more on that stuff later. One of the newest modes that was added was JS8 Call. It is an excellent mode for sending very brief messages to each other. Uh, It is a great way to determine the signal strength of other operators out there on the air. And this is one of the things that we have tried to overcome in the past is finding out who is on the air and how strong of a signal, what's your best chances of being able to reach other stations that are located in various different uh, places. So JS8 Call has been uh, really a great mode for that, but especially for our operators operating QRP or low power uh, or in very poor band conditions, these uh, signals continue to get through, and we've used them in real world emergencies. Uh, these mo- the JS8 call mode, and it is what is also known as a weak signal mode. So, it is excellent for those that are portable and have very low power and uh, still need to be able to get a, a signal out to reach others. So, but there are some things that we want to uh, pass on to you. When you when the scheduled nets begin, according to the SOI, and you should have the T-Rex 2019 SOI, which is a companion to version 3, remove your heartbeat or beaconing heartbeat and your auto. Check up in the upper right-hand corner, there's a button, uh, it should be uh, blue, that says auto in it. That is for you to automatically respond when somebody is... Uh, Uh, checking for a signal report from you. Uncheck the auto button and uncheck your heartbeat acknowledgement button as well. You should not be beaconing on any mode during a scheduled net, according to the SOI. If your uh, station is going to be unattended, if you have to go and uh, attend to other items, leaving your station on the air and you are not going to be back in time for the nets to start on schedule uh, to remove your beaconing, then remove beaconing when you are unattended from your station uh, if you uh, even suspect that you may not be back in time uh, before the nets begin. So during scheduled nets, on JS8 call or FSQ or any of your modes, remove the beaconing mode, whether that's sounding or heart beating or beaconing, whatever it's called in the, the program you're operating in, remove that during op, during scheduled nets. Uh, now, uh, Contestia 4250, the next subject. We use Contestia 4250 for our initial... Contact and initial net start uh, modes. Uh, the Contestia 4250 is what we use for taking initial check ins. It's what the net control station will uh, start his preamble with and uh, begin the nets with. Now, it is also a way for you just to call out for other stations on the air. It's a very robust mode. However, oftentimes we will switch modes to accommodate sending custom forms and files and so on and so forth. If you switch away from Contestia 4250 uh, and you are done with your traffic and you are done doing business on the air and you have switched to another mode besides Contestia 4250, then please make sure your TX ID is turned on. That is in the upper right-hand corner of your FL Digi program and Send out your ID in Contestia to set everybody else's FL Digi program back onto Contestia because the squelch level settings are different for differing modes. So if you switch everybody over to MFSK32 and you don't switch them back to Contestia, then they will come back to their stations and see that they have been decoding an hour of gibberish and ambient noise, and the text that they are looking for is buried now in gibberish. So when you're done with Contestia, or you're if you switch away from Contestia to a different mode, then you do your business in an MFSK mode or any other mode, then switch back to Contestia with your TXID on, and that will switch everyone else back to Contestia. Next, I want to refer to page twenty-six of the T-Rex SOI. At the bottom, section eight point two, titled "Message Precedence." This is how to determine how important your traffic is, because uh, the higher importance traffic will take precedence over other traffic. So you have you do not have somebody with an emergency. Uh, traffic who can't get through because other people are handling routine traffic instead. This lets you know, uh, in order of precedence, uh, how important traffic is to send. So, routine traffic, noted by an R or Romeo, routine traffic is non-emergency information, news reports, health and welfare checks, administrative information, trying to order cots for a shelter. That type of thing is routine traffic, and you should annotate that with an R in your uh, in your message so everyone knows that it is routine traffic. The next higher level is priority traffic. Now, this is non-emergency, but very important and or time-sensitive. For example... Nobody needs medical attention. This is not an emergency. However, you realize that your backup generators for the hospital only have 20 hours of fuel left. Well, nearby, 10 miles away, is a fuel transfer station, and they can get fuel to where it needs to go. So you need to make sure this is priority. Look, we're going to need fuel here at this hospital within the next 12 hours. That's priority traffic, but it's non-emergency, but time-sensitive. You would use that priority for that type of traffic. Now, the next higher precedence is immediate traffic, also known as emergency traffic. So, uh, following uh, the Department of Defense format, this would be immediate, also annotated by an I, capital I. In uh, amateur radio, we refer to this as emergency traffic. If you say emergency traffic when talking to other hams, they know that there is a danger of loss of life or limb that is occurring or is imminent. This is where you need medical care rushed to a a crash scene of a helicopter crash, or somebody is going to die. There's a danger of loss of life or limb, uh, which is happening right there or is about to happen. That's immediate or also known as emergency traffic. Now, the next higher precedence is flash traffic. That is indicated by a capital O, or for Oscar. All right, flash traffic is command and control traffic. It overrides all other traffic. It is not initiated by individual radio operators. It is handled at the command and control level. Uh, this is when used, when there is an extreme national security or other strategic threat. In other words, uh, you're operating with a, uh, command and control element who you are supporting and you detect, they detect that missiles are inbound or their operating base is coming under artillery fire and you need, uh, armored columns to come to your rescue. This is, uh, Extreme national security level danger, and you will not initiate this as an individual radio operator. But when you do see it, understand that all other traffic immediately stops until that flash traffic is done. Now, We've got a lot of Black Echo operators out there operating low-power FM and AM radio stations. They're operating their own stations. This is under the Black Echo Radio Free Redoubt Rebroadcasting Project. So you are your own Radio Free Redoubt radio station in your local community, and this is called the Black Echo Project for short. Now, there are postings. There is a posting on Amron.com because several of you have requested some official audio files be produced specifically for use with the black echo radio operators. This is not intended to be aired over amateur radio bands. This is for your low power FM and AM broadcasting stations that are monitoring the Amron nets, compiling news and reports and keeping their local communities and neighborhoods informed on the AM or the FM dial on the commercial broadcasting bands, so long as they are not interfering with any actual um, commercial radio broadcasts, and they're staying within the legal limits of uh, the uh, for low power broadcasting. So, I want to just give you an example so you know what one of those audio files sounds like. We're here to bring you news during emergencies. While we're gathering information, you can also enjoy old-time radio episodes, music, podcasts, and audiobooks from our collection. This is your Community Black Echo rebroadcasting station. And here's one more. As part of an emergency communications training exercise, this is a Black Echo station broadcasting from within your local community. This Black Echo station is part of AMRON, a nationwide, patriot-oriented emergency radio communications network training for disasters and civil defense emergencies. Okay, there are 11 of those audio files all in a zipped folder which is accessible for you to download from Amaron.com in the posting uh, Black Echo audio sound bites uh, posting that was just put up this afternoon, July 23rd. You can look for all Black Echo rebroadcasting project uh, postings and and uh, more information just by going to Amaron.com and clicking uh, or clicking on the search box and typing in Black Echo, uh, and you'll see all of those previous postings, including this one. So that is available for you Black o- Echo operators to download for use uh, for your uh, local FM AM broadcasting stations as you run your very own radio stations right there in your own neighborhood to keep uh, your fellow citizens around you informed. Thank you guys for, for your investment in your time and resources and doing what you do. Okay, uh, we covered that. We covered message precedence guidance. Uh, The next thing I want to cover is the IES, or the Initial Event Summary. This is new, and this is a posting which is going up this evening. There will be a white paper that will cover this. So let me just read to you the statement of purpose and the intent, and then I'll explain just a little bit further. The initial event summary statement of purpose of the white paper is to establish and reinforce standard practices for tiers four through six to develop an initial event summary to disseminate to others at the onset of an activation or an an event or major grid down event. The intent. uh, Well, this is new. But it's important and should be implemented as early as T-Rex 2019. An IES is a prepared statement essentially stating this is what we know when the hordes take to the airwaves to find out what just happened. Now, what's driving this is that we've seen in previous exercises, as soon as we say, okay, lights out, go. Everybody takes to the airwaves. Well, net control gets on there to start his net to uh, begin taking information. And he or she gets bombarded with everyone in the network saying, what happened? How bad is it? What What's going on? What do, What do you know? Well, you may not know any more than most of the other people out there, but you do know what is happening on the ground and you were watching the news before all of this happened and uh, you've been paying attention. And so you do know something. This whole IES, or initial event summary, is a way to prepare a response before you take to the net uh, the airwaves. This is for net control operators, backbone operators, and SIGSEN operators. So they have a ready response to basically say Here's your initial event summary. This is what what they're saying is, this is what we know so far. And then uh, they're going to give you something to do to keep your mind occupied, such as checking your your batteries, uh, checking on your neighbor, whatever. And they're going to give you instructions saying, this is all we know. Um, Follow the SOI. They're going to give you some guidance. And they're going to give you a who, what, where, when, why, how, how many, how much, Uh, a report and a a summary of everything they know about what's caused this situation. Now, at that time, they may or may not begin soliciting uh, stat reps from you, but um, they may just give you a time to say, you know, we're going to, you know, uh, uh, begin taking stat reps um, on the half hour. So please take the time to refer to your SOI, fill out a stat rep so we can begin understanding how big this event is, but this is what I know so far. And uh, on the news, they were saying this, now my power is out here. We're understanding other people's power is out. Um, Our cell phones have no signal and uh, that's all we know. And that's all an initial event summary is supposed to do. Just tell you what you do know, regardless of how little it may be, and then start the net, the op, the Radio operators that are on the net looking for information, start them on the path to begin uh, directing them to develop their status reports, so they can start re- uh, start reporting. Give them a time when you will be on the air, and uh, just give them a little bit of guidance, and then uh, and then proceed from there. Uh, because you are going to be there only. A lot of times, a net control operator. Uh, taking to the airwaves may be the only source of information. Some people who just, maybe they're camping. Maybe they uh, they haven't been paying attention to the news all week because they have a family reunion or whatever, and the lights go out. Uh, they're going to run and fire up their radios. They're going to try to find out what what what's the extent of this and what all has happened. So you just want to uh, avoid being caught flat-footed and uh, babbling and, Uh, not being able to provide any kind of answers at all. So that's what an IES is. That's going to be going up this evening. So uh, there's a lot going on. Things are moving faster now as we approach T-Rex. So hopefully there's a little bit of extra guidance there. And We're going to put out a couple more over the mobile app, the Amron Team app. And if you're not familiar with that, you can uh, click on that banner on the right side on the webpage at amron.com. And uh, sign up for that; it's free. Um, and there are, there are ads that pop up. Just to, uh, exit out of those, and uh, that's how we are keeping all of you informed. It's it's free; it's free to us; it's free to you. So we all have to put up with the the little pop up ads, but that's okay. Well, we'll look into upgrading that uh, maybe in the future, so we don't have pop up ads. But for right now, we're very happy with the app. It is got the features uh, that we were hoping an app would have and uh, it's serving us well. So I uh, thank you guys all for your participation. Uh, that's all I've got. Uh, back to work. I've got a lot to do to prepare for T-Rex 2019. This is John Jacob Schmidt 73 out. As ready trained communicators right up to the present time radio hams have been busy every single minute. The ever-increasing group of radio amateurs who have equipped themselves at their own expense with two-way radio sets by amateurs who saw their opportunity to render a public service and paid off for Americans in trouble.